Digital Jaguars. Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Good morning and welcome, Jaguars Drive Time. On a Friday morning, brought to you by the Jet Home Loans. We're getting ready for a home game this Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Starting our show this morning with Coffee with the Coach, here with head coach Doug Marone. Coach, good morning. We've been talking all week about finding this balanced offense. You've seen the league right now. It's definitely leaning to more pass attempts, but you have a running back like James Robinson. So how do you get him involved just the right amount on Sunday? Well, I think it all depends on on a lot of how you start. You know, obviously, if you go in there and, um, you know, everything's going according to plan, um, you know, then you're going to come out to a part where you're balancing, you're being able to make plays at the end of the at the end of the game. And I think that's what it's about. It's about, you know, being consistent on the plays that you work on, being able to take advantage of it and um, and executing at a very high level. And I think then when that happens, uh, you're in good shape. And the other thing is keeping things manageable. A lot of times if you get uh, to a point where uh, the down and distance doesn't become manageable or the score doesn't become manageable or you're not being able to stop something or not being able to execute something, you know, then it's going to force you into, you know, trying to do things uh, differently. And I think that's where sometimes the numbers get skewed of, of, of balance. So the whole key is really just the execution. Morning, Coach. If I remember right, in 2017, when we went up there and you guys worked against the Patriots, you talked about having known Matt Patricia. Am I right on that? How well do you know him? Um, on a serious note, does, does he coach like a Belichick kind of coach? Do you see those influences? And on a lighter note, how do you coach against a guy with a degree from MIT? Yeah, I mean, you don't get into a debate, you know, I mean, that's the first thing. I think that, you know, obviously I've known Matt uh, for a while, have a ton of respect for him. I think, you know, you, like all of us, I think we're all um, uh, products of, of systems that we've been in or people that we've looked up to. So you do see part of that, but then you also see Matt's, Matt's uh, stamp on, on what they're doing. So, um, you know, again, a ton of respect for them. They've done a good job. Uh, you know, they'll come in here ready to play and, and, and our guys will be ready to play. So it'll be a, it'll be a very uh, competitive game. Coach, you've talked a lot over the years about the respect that you have for players who can play a long time in this league. A running back playing as long as Adrian Peterson is sort of a different, that's uh, a different level of that. Uh, talk about him a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I was fortunate um, early in my career to to be around uh, one of the, the best backs that have played in, in Curtis Martin. And, you know, at a point where uh, Curtis, uh, I guess it's it's in 19, in 2004, excuse me, at 1,697 yards, um, he was the oldest back uh, to win the rushing title that year. I look at Adrian Peterson and I see a guy that, you know, consistently – you know, year in and year out has really done a great job. He has um, really, um, you know, even this year, I mean, he looks he looks better this year than, than maybe last year, and I'm not trying to knock him, but, uh, you know, he looks he looks like a young Adrian Peterson, someone that, uh, you know, can take it to the house. He's probably one of the best jump cut runners, meaning you, you can jump cut and get the ball to the outside, get the ball to the perimeter. 
and um, he's a, he's a big back and he's difficult to tackle. So, you know, you have a ton of respect for these guys. I, I don't think until you're really down there and you watch it, uh, the amount of contact that running backs have in this league, multiple contacts on on plays where they're carrying the football. Uh, I've always been amazed at uh, how well they've, they've been able to take care of their body to place for such a long time. Coach, from an outsider's perspective, when you look at stats for Gardner Minshew, it looks like he's doing a lot of things right week to week. For you watching him every day at practice in games, what does he need to do to take the next step in the right direction? Well, I think he's getting better and better in practice. I mean, that's the one thing that I saw this week. I think that, you know, in order to get things the way you want on, on Sunday or get him into a game, you know, you want to be able to see that uh, occurring in practice and then having that carry over. You know, very rarely do you not see, do you not get things done in practice and get it done in a game. And the biggest thing is to make sure that you can consistently work to get better during a week in practice and then obviously bring that to the game. You know, I think, I think, um, you know, one of the things that, you know, we're working on is just, hey, a better start, you know what I'm saying, in the first quarter. And, you know, because once he gets into the rhythm of the game, he's, he's done quite well. Um, you know, so we've just got to make sure we get him off to a good start. When he has, obviously, like week one, he's he done, he's done a great job. And then I think, uh, you know, after that, just, hey, calm down, let's go, um, you know, make the plays. Obviously, you can do it because you're doing it in the other quarters. So we just got to keep him coming along. And when the opportunity presents itself, we got to be able to make plays. Coach, what's your scouting report say about Matt Stafford? When people around the league talk about the best quarterbacks in the league, they talk about Mahomes, rightfully so, and and uh, Tom Brady for obvious reasons. But Stafford seems to slide off to the side. And I don't know whether that's because the Lions haven't had as much success as those other teams or he's just not a loud guy. But what do you see when you watch the former number one overall pick? Well, I think you're right. I think, you know, because of, of the winning, you know what I'm saying, I don't think he gets uh, probably as much credit um, as far as him just being a quarterback at that position. And, you know, we talk about the quarterback being part of that. So I think he gets knocked down a little bit. But for me, I've always been uh, a big fan. I've always, you know, uh, you know I've talked to him a couple of times on, on some different things. Um, you know, I've only competed against him once uh, when I was in Buffalo. But, you know, you talk about a guy that can make all the throws. He can move. He can run. Um, he can do a lot of things. So, uh, his arm talent is outstanding. When you look at his career, uh, you know, in 12 seasons, he's still young. I mean, he's really basically a young quarterback. He's thrown for over 40,000 yards. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think more people appreciate everything that he's done at the end, um, you know, probably a whole lot more than maybe the respect that he's getting now. But as far as I'm concerned, I've got a ton of respect for him. I, I put him up there as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Hey, Coach, this is a uh, tough league, as you know, for rookie receivers. But it looks like LaVisca in the last couple of weeks, his production has been there. Are you seeing it on film that he's starting to uh, learn the NFL game a little bit? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously he shows that he can make plays with the ball in his hand. Um, he can do a lot, of, a lot of things. We've talked about that prior to him coming on the field. Um, I think one of the things, you know, it's just the, the season, you know, I mean, when you're getting these touches and you're getting these carries, especially in all the different positions that we have them in, um, you know, there's a little bit wear and tear. So, you know, during the week, you guys have seen it, you know, he's been limited at times. And then, you know, he does do a very good job of going out there on Sunday and really compete. Uh, I think once we get 
you know, everything right and we can get, uh, you know, him rested, him practicing full, you know, the whole week, I think you'll see those numbers go up. And, um, you know, that's, that's exciting for us. All right, coffee with the coach, head coach Doug Marone. Thanks so much for your time and good luck on Sunday. Great, thank you very much. All righty, coming up on Jaguars Drive Time, a game preview presented by Simply Iowa. But first, let's recognize our frontline worker presented by Fair and Farrah. Connor is an airman in the United States Air Force who works in medical logistics. He enlisted right after high school to continue a family tradition of service to our nation. During the COVID-19 pandemic, his logistics flight team worked around the clock to ensure that clinics and hospitals that serve Patrick Air Force Base were properly supplied. The Jacksonville Jaguars and Farrah and Farrah are proud to recognize lifelong Jags fan Connor Skidmore as this week's Frontline Worker of the Week. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans game day is back and while it might look a little different this year the good times smooth drinks and tailgate excitement will never change when you're cheering on the jags with jameson so pull up a seat pour a smooth jameson ginger and lime and enjoy game day with jameson taste responsibly jameson irish whiskey 40 percent alcohol by volume 80 proof product of ireland copyright 2020 imported by john jameson import company new york new york at ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Game day is just around the corner and we can't wait to be Duval together again. The Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep our fans safe at TIAA Bank this fall. From cashless concessions to contactless entry, visit jaguars.com stadium to learn more. Jaguars getting ready for a home game this Sunday at the bank against the Lions. Supposed to be a beautiful day in Jacksonville as we get into a game preview presented by Simply IOA. Three big things to pay attention to on Sunday. The first one is now or never. If you do not run the ball this week, you're never going to get to the point where you want to be this season. The Jaguars defense had trouble stopping the run the past few weeks, so you need to get the run going on offense with this guy, James Robinson, to make things a little better going forward. Big thing, too, is don't sleep on Matthew Stafford. We just heard head coach Doug Rohn 
talk about this guy and say he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Not among the guys of Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson, but a borderline elite passer. He's completed 70% of his passes for 280 yards in the two wins he's had against the Jaguars. Interesting note, no touchdown passes, however, against the Jags in his career. And finally, big thing three is find a way. Find a way to win this game. This is not gonna be a Jaguars team that imposes its will on all of its opponents, but whether it's a turnover or a red zone possession or even a late field goal, you have to take advantage of the opportunities that come your way. And Brian, big time, we're talking about those two interceptions, those two turnovers we saw last week against the Texans, and no points. You can't have that again this right. week. Right. No, that's it. I mean, that, that's the obvious point. When you're given away, take the way is really what it is. Forget mm -hmm. finding it. Sometimes you're given it. And last week they were, and they didn't take that path. Um, I want to go back up to the top. Um, because when I wrote this yesterday, I wanted to make this point, and I obviously didn't to you well enough in the email that I sent you. And that is, this is the week to run the ball for two reasons. One, the Lions haven't had much success stopping the run. They're vulnerable to it. So go with the run this week. But the other reason that you really want to attack it this week is because everyone is beating you over the head with it, right? I mean, Doug took it on Monday, and Jay took it on Wednesday. And, and it... If we had been able to go in the locker room this week, the players would have heard it to the point that they said, just please run the ball and get everyone off our back. This is the week. The spotlight will never be brighter on the running game than right here after last week. And, and it just so happens that you're not playing the Steelers or the Ravens who are really, really good at stopping the run. This is a team you should be able to run against. The offensive line, and John, I know you wrote it in Quick Thoughts this week, has played well this year. No one wants to give them any credit. It's been too easy of a target. Too much low-hanging fruit. Not this year. They're playing well. Give it to Robinson. Go. Yeah, John, you just heard Brian talk about that Lions run defense, and it's a really interesting note. The past three weeks, the Jaguars have faced a defense that is ranked last in the NFL against the run. So every week we say, oh, well, this is going to be the week that they really get the run going. It hasn't happened the past two weeks against the worst ranked run defense in the league. So, hey, you got to think maybe this week it'll happen. Yeah, and the stat can be a little deceiving in this sense. If you get into a game, in the NFL, I don't care how bad the run defense is, if you get into the game and you see that the opposing defense is scheming to take the run away and they are presenting passing opportunities that you have to take, then there is a school of thought that, look, you've got to be able to throw the ball against certain defenses to be able to beat them. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt in that sense. I'm sure there were cases in the last few weeks where there were schemes that they felt like they had to throw against. All of that said, they, they know they need to stick to the run better. As a play caller, Gruden has said it. So that is a, it, it's certainly a key, and I think they will do it better this week. One thing in the big things thing, two and three play into each other. Just win and take advantage of opportunities, and Matt Stafford are sort of the same thing. He's very, very good, but he will also, if you pressure him, he will throw you the ball and give you opportunities. Not every play, of course, but a key to me this game is when they have their chances at interceptions, they must make them. 
If you see the Jaguars defensive backs clapping their hands after dropping a pick, that's bad. Because if you've got two or three of those opportunities, this week they need to take advantage of those and get them. You can't see defensive guy frustration on the sidelines after an oh-so-close pick. It's got to be made. Absolutely. That was the biggest difference between week one and week four. Week one, when they were facing Phillip Rivers, they took advantage of those turnovers last week against the Texans. They did not. You saw the difference with a win and a loss. All right, that is our game preview. When we come back, he will, he won't, he might, here on Jaguars Drive Time. Why do you choose Farah and Farah? First, we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company. And our track record proves that we know how to win. Our attorneys and staff are a team, and we've worked together for decades. To us, our job is much more than just a paycheck. We love to help. And this is important. We never forget. It's not about us. It's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program, iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to SubaruofOrangePark.com, pick out your vehicle, and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore. Back on Jags Drive Time, Friday morning, brought to you by the Jets Home Loans, getting ready for a home game here in Jacksonville on Sunday against the Lions, which means there must be lines on that field getting ready for a home game. Gotta love it. As we bring, ah, Max, you read my mind. There they are. It's time for he will, he won't, he might going into Sunday's game. And Brian, you have a guy we just talked about with Coach. Yeah, I'll go with LaVisca Chennault Jr. He'll be a featured performer in this ball game. Um, we talked about James Robinson, and the Lions are going to have to put a lot of resources there. As John mentioned, it'll open up opportunities for other guys. DJ Chark is on the injury report, been slowed with the ankle apparently. Uh, so all of a sudden, let's say that Chark plays. Jeff Akuda is their top young cover guy. I think there's going to be places for LaVisca to make his plays, and I think this will be a good week for him. He's been getting better and better and better, and it just feels like that explosive 100-yard game is waiting for someone. I don't think he'll be a running back in this game. I think he, he can do it all, right? But I don't think he'll be a running back. I think he's the kind of guy they're going to throw the ball. He, they're going to put the ball in his hands when he's moving in the middle of the field like he did at Colorado. It just feels that way this week that they're going to lean on the things that he does best. Though, he might throw a touchdown pass. And I say this because I don't think Jay Gruden is a shrinking violet. Now, I don't think they do that. I think they go back to that kind of a play uh, in the red zone. But 
Jay Gruden is an innovative offensive mind. And he said they put gimmicky type plays, right, in every single week. They find things they like and they want to run it. Um, this kid's got a big arm. He can do just about anything on the football field. And he, this might be a week that you see Gruden say, stick it. Go and put the ball down the field. Let's do it. I'm liking it, and you're referring to that fourth and one play with James Robinson getting a little crafty, and we all know that, yes, the play calling, but it also wasn't executed correctly. So I think Jay Gruden isn't just going to go back away from those plays now going forward. All right, John Osier, you also picked LaVisca Chenault. He's a popular guy this week, but I reassigned you. James Robinson, go ahead. All right, uh, I'm going to read you a text here, guys. 9:19, which is during Brian's segment. Wow, John, forgot to tell you Brian took Chenault. So thanks, Shalini. My bad. So here I am. Here I am. Okay. Uh, James Robinson. He will, evidently he will be my, he will, he won't, he might. So here we go. Uh, he won't, I don't think he's going to be important in this game compared to LaVisca Chenault. That was going to be my Le Chenault take. I think Chenault's key is going to very much help the offense more than James Robinson, because I think, I think the Lions are going to know they're going to run Robinson. So, so I think it's going to be tough for Robinson to create a whole lot in this game. I think fans are going to be frustrated with it, but I think, I think it's going to be okay because I think the passing offense is going to work. But he might, James Robinson, he might, he might be the touchdown guy this week. I don't know if he's going to be big yards guy. I don't know if you're going to see 120 yards out of him, but I think near the red zone, you are going to see James Robinson take advantage of my guy LaVisca Chenault. How's that, Schlin? All right, wait a second. Well before, done. You, before you move on, Schlin, before you move on, John, what was your might for LaVisca Chenault going to be? I don't know anymore, Brian. I'm doing my best over here. <laughs> no, uh, he might, well, that he might was that he might be more important in this game than James Robinson because there's been so much focus on Robinson that I think right. Chenault, he might be a guy who gets a wrinkle or two this week. But I don't think they're going to use him in this weird way very much anymore. I think they like the way he's developing as a receiver. That's what you want him to be. He's developing very quickly as a receiver. He's been impressive. We covered all the bases then. Because I basically <laughs> said Between the, same the two thing. of you, we got it covered. We know our uh, Chenaults. My bad, John. Yes, you know your Chenaults. John, you did a great job, nonetheless. <laughs> all right, I'm going defensive side of the ball. We're going Joe Schobert. He will, he won't, he might. He will be challenged against running backs Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift, and Carrion Johnson. That is no easy task. Run defense is not where it wants to be right now, but keep an eye on this guy, Joe Schobert, to have a big game and definitely a big task to try to improve that run defense going forward. He won't be talked about much after this game, and I think that just comes with being the middle linebacker, but also his personality. He doesn't have the explosive playmaking ability like we see with Miles Jack and in that interception, and we're talking about it all week. But I think when you look at the stat sheet, you're gonna see a lot of tackles, and you're gonna see him make an impact against this running game. It's just not gonna be a big, fabulous thing like Miles Jack's interception we saw a couple weeks ago. He might, like I just said, lead the team in tackles, stop these running backs, handle Adrian Peterson, and be able to get this Jaguars team a much-needed win against the Lions. And there you have it. He will, he won't, he might. He covered LaVisca. He covered James Robinson, kind of, sort of. My bad. Not the greatest producer. I'll admit it. And we covered Joe Schobert when we come back. Pick one and pick it here on Jaguars Drive Time.
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch. An online or phone chat for those quick questions. And a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. The Jaguars have introduced Jags at Home, an interactive second screen experience on Jags Game Day featuring myself and Eric Dunn. Each Sunday, you'll have the chance to win $10,000 in cash and prizes. Visit jagsathome.com for more information on how you can play this Sunday. Good song. Pick one and pick it. NFL weekend. No Thursday night football, so we're starting fresh. Brian Sexton, you're up. First of all, when is this game? It's been moved. I mean, is it Sunday? Monday. Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? I don't even know what it Monday is. Monday night football. Um, I'm sorry? I believe it's Monday night football. Uh, Bills. I take the Bills. You have two teams that were... Um, Undefeated last week, Chiefs lost at home to the Raiders. Bills got hammered on Tuesday night football. I think the Bills come back and make a statement and send the Chiefs into a bit of a losing streak. All right, I'm liking it, I'm liking it. Bills and Titans played Monday night football and that was something of a game. All right, John Ozier, Browns and Steelers, go for it. Yeah, and this is big. I, I'm not one who necessarily always buys into October games being statement games, being that big. But this feels like that. The Steelers are better than people thought they were going before the season. They're 4-0 for the first time since 79. They feel like one of those really good Steelers teams. The Browns are the hot team this year in everybody's choice. It, it, it just feels like a game historically that the Steelers go in and say, we've been here before, you guys come back when you're ready. But uh, something about this Browns team, I'm going with the Browns to upset them this week. All right, I'm liking it. It's crazy that the Steelers team, you barely hear about them and they are undefeated and you just see the difference between a Browns team that was on the cover of all these magazines and now you see the Steelers and I agree with you, John. They've definitely been here before and they're acting like it. All right, I have Tennessee Titans and Houston Texans, two teams that we know well. Titans coming off 
a big Monday night football win over the Buffalo Bills that Brian just talked about. And very impressive because they were dealing with not practicing, not being in the facility, and it went to show, hey, I guess practice really isn't that important because they played extremely well on Monday. We saw the Houston Texans get their first win over the Jaguars last week. Brian John, I think I got to go Titans here, right? I mean, we see, we saw what the Houston Texans and how they played last week. It, it was good, but John, the Tennessee Titans, I feel like are on another level with this division right now. Yeah, the Titans are, are very, very good. Um, it's a huge game for the Texans because if, if they come out and win this, then they tell everybody, look, the coaching change worked. We're coming back. The Texans franchise has come back from deep deficits before early in the season. I think they were one and four a couple years back and won the division. So they'll believe in themselves if they win this. But uh, the Titans look like a veteran, experienced team that knows what it's doing and knows how it wants to play. So I think the Titans are going to be a 12 and four type team this year and be a dark horse once you get to the playoffs. The Titans are um, they're what every team should shoot for right now if you don't have that elite quarterback, that consistency. You know, they were knocked, they were dinged all those years for 9-7, and 9-7, and 9-7. and seven. We take that, mm -hmm. right? And here they are now just <laughs> playing their brand of football, and they're playing it so very well. Um, I'm with you, John. I mean, I don't know that they can get into a shootout. I mean, we saw what Patrick Mahomes did um, turning it on in that AFC Championship game and in the Super Bowl in the, in the fourth quarter. I don't know if they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, but they'll be standing there at the end. That's for sure. All right, that is our pick one and pick it going into this NFL weekend, and that is our show, Jaguars Drive Time, on a Friday morning. Stay tuned to Jaguars.com all weekend long for your game coverage. We're here bright-eyed and early Monday morning talking about the Lions game that you will see on Sunday right here in Jacksonville. We'll see you then.